<laughs> Roger. No. Roger. Shut, shut up. Uncle Roger came to Dodger, and now we're all inside of a Todger. You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is a American history podcast where each week I, metal coffee cup drinker man, guy with eyebrows, Ultimate foot haver Dave Anthony reads a story from American history to a person. Named Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. And Dave, uh, I didn't love a lot of that, so. Do you want to touch Ultimate me? Ultimate foot haver? Yeah. Do you want to touch me? Do you want to touch me? Yes, I'd like to touch you. Where would you like to touch me? I don't want to say, because we don't want to go dirty so early. Let's... Yeah, that's good. Let's go to the theme. (laughs) We got it. We got it. Yeah. We got to hit it when it's hot. Hit it when it's hot. uh, And uh, welcome to the dollop. (laughs) Welcome to the dollop podcast. If you're just listening to this podcast for the first time, right off the bat, you're probably like, hey, these guys sound a little fun and quirky. You're goddamn right we are. Theme. Theme. Oh, that's me. If you're listening right now, you're probably... Yeah. I called it, quote, his jam patch. Jam patch? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like Adam. On a five-part coefficient. Come on, Now hit him with the puppy. <laughs> you both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo! No sleep tell hippo! Uh, action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> I'm happy. <clears throat> Are you? Yeah, I love the. I'm the effing hippo guy. That's funny. Jam pad. That's good. That's good stuff. Gareth, we are brought to you in part by Pretty Litter. Uh, Pretty Litter. Uh, you you have a cat, Dave. And, let me uh, tell you. You you like when your cat's happy, right? I love a happy cat. And uh, you can't you can't read your cat. You know a lot about, it, but you can't read the cat's mind. I'm actually, I do have a machine I hook them up to, but the common person is not able to read their cat's mind. But you do know, if if your cat's healthy, it's a happy cat. Yeah. Uh, and there are certain ways to know your cat is healthy, right? Yeah, you can use Pretty Litter, or you can hook them up to the machine I've invented. Okay, Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crisp crystals, trap crisp loader, trap, trap loaders, yeah. and, uh, and then there's no cat smell, the bathroom potty smell that cats make. Uh, first of all, I would push back on that, but yes, it is. It does eliminate odor. Uh, Dave, you can keep going, but let me tell you how gr- I oh. I have used Pretty Litter since the first time they became a sponsor. So I've been paying years, years for Pretty Litter for years mm-hmm. because I love many things about it. One, they deliver it to your home. Mm-hmm. Two. You don't have to change it a lot. Mm-hmm. And three, there is a color-coordinated system in there that will let you know if there's something going on with your cat. So you're able to go in there, and you're like, hmm, little green piss. I'll keep my eye on my boy. Now, I use it because I like to go outdoors yep. in the backyard. Yeah, have you a, have a bucket <clears throat> full of it. I have a pile, a pile of kitty litter. Sure. And that's where I do my damage. Yeah, great. Let's maybe stick to the copy a okay. little more. Why don't you tell me about uh, Kitty Litter's uh, health component? Pretty Litter's health. What happens with the health thing when it... it Well, you get... It's yellow if it's just... I'm pretty sure it's yellow if it's regular pee. Mm -hmm. 
Green is maybe a little like whatever, and then mm-hmm. red is like okay, you should probably take, take your cat take to your the dog. So you can figure out like cat, cats yeah. have a lot of like you know, my, I had uh, cats, and one of my cats died from kidney issues. Yeah, uh, and that's a very common thing with cats. Yes, so this is a really helpful thing to have. Yes, yeah, and if you if you clean it, if you just clean it pretty regularly, this is there's not a better option. Deliver to your house, and it's not heavy. So like you used to like when I would go buy cat litter at the store, it's like you're coming out with like a sand briefcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like now it's just like a bag. It's right there. It's easy. Yeah, huge fan. It's less scooping, right? Less uh, zero scoops. trips to the garbage can. Yeah. Uh, and then, well, like we said, you can you, if your cat has a urinary tract infection or whatever, you'll know. And uh, and then it ships free to your door, which yep. uh, like you said, yep. small bag, easy to easy to deal with. Yeah, no, little box lifting. shows up. Open it up, um, bag, easy, boom, bang, bing, boom, bam, 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 sham. And like I said, for me, it's in the backyard, and I never really touch the pile. I just add more kitty litter. It's about five feet tall. She's a lucky woman. Pretty litter helps keep Gareth's cat healthy and keeps his odors down. You and your cat are going to love pretty litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash dollop to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash dollop to save 20% pretty litter. Dot com slash dollop. Yo. Gareth, we're also brought to you in part by a little uh, a little friend I like to call Squarespace. Oh, our buddy. Uh, what is Squarespace, Gareth asks, because he still doesn't know. Well, it's an all-in-one domain, website, online store, marketing tool, analytics. Right. It's all there. It's everything you need. It's everything you have. Right. Why do I say that? Yeah. Because, Gareth... Your website Whoa. is with Squarespace. What? As is my website with Who's Squarespace. Who's doing this? I don't know. We also have our sources page with Squarespace. And what? And also dollarpodcast.com where you can get the all your Twitter information. going on? And now we have... Someone has my passwords? And now at Squarespace, we have uh, on our on our dollarpodcast.com, we have Dave. Uh, clean episodes where the, the swears have been removed. Do we have one for the last episode on there? Because that was one thing I heard people saying. There's a lot of swearing? No, that teachers were like, I want to play this oh, for my class. But swears? Well, yeah, we, we cuss. We have cuss that can be That can be removed. Yeah, we can fix that. All right. Um, yeah, so like I said, they ha- the Squarespace has it all. We've been in business with them forever. Uh, yes. I've been um, in a, I would call it a romantic relationship with Squarespace. Super crazy to say uh, that, for might, sure. Might be having my baby. Uh, crazy to say. Uh, been a lot of Crazy uh, to say. activity. Let's think about what they probably want you to not say for a second. Okay. Well, uh, like I said, they have e-commerce. They got online stores. They got domains. If you need that sort of business, they got marketing tools. You know, email marketing and and social media integration, banners, promotions, all the deal. Analytics, of course, and they got twenty four seven award winning support. It's uh, it's super easy. And that's to use. not just for the website. I've called this line before um, when I've been going through some rough stuff. Yeah. Well, they they helped me out. They're the ones who who said maybe you should stop. I called whatever you're them, doing in the backyard. Don't. I called them wasted on New Year's Day, <laughs> and they were so angry. Hey, Squarespace, how you doing, bro? I can't find my billfold. <laughs> so. Don't do that, but go to squarespace.com slash dollop for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code dollop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Yeah. Get a, like, they, like their tagline is, get yourself a website. Get yourself a website, baby. That's the dollop. Uh... Mm-hmm. Okay. There's no need for that. Oh, my God. It's like watching Stephen Hawking. I don't know how to drink out of a straw. All right. Uh, 
Anything you have to say? Yeah, Dave. I'm, I am, uh, running, I'm running for Senate. I'm running for Senate against Dianne Feinstein. I've moved to her district, and uh, I'm going to actually primary her, and I'm going to beat her. Um, also, Dave, I'm going on the road, like, now. So uh, this time next week, you can come see me in Fort Wayne, Indiana. March 13th, March 14th, Indianapolis, March 15th, Louisville, March 16th, Columbus, March 17th, The Funny Bone in Dayton, Ohio, March 18th, uh, Perrysburg, Ohio, which is some uh, closer to something. Uh, also, another show then, March 18th, March 19th, Cleveland, March 21st, Lexington, Kentucky, March 22nd, Richmond Heights, uh, Missouri, which I'm told is to promote as St. Louis. The 23rd, I'll be at Kansas City, Missouri. Two shows, 24th and 25th in Des Moines, Iowa. 26th, I'll be in Omaha. And April 12th, and uh, I'll be at the Tacoma Comedy Club April 13th. I'll be at the Spokane Comedy Club April 14th and April 15th. I'll be in Bozeman, Montana at Last Best Comedy. Go to GarethReynolds.com for ticket information. Join me. Join us. And we have another podcast. It's called The Past Times. It's on this feed. We have a guest. We go through an old newspaper. And we have a Patreon where you can see us chop it up about random topics. Last week we talked about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, uh, so the week before, who knows? We probably talked about Joe Biden, Elon Musk. I don't know. But you can go to uh, our Patreon and join that. There's a lot of fun stuff. And be part of the community. Um, and uh, also, uh, Snapple. And we have a... a we're going to be announcing a West Coast... Uh, oh, yeah. West, Western America tour uh, pretty soon. A lot of cities. And then uh, 2024, we're talking about Australia. Yeah. About buying it. Buying the whole country. Yeah. And turning it in to... We want to give it back to the indigenous people it was stolen from. I thought we were going to make hotels and do like a big, big casino. Oh. I thought we were going to turn into, we are going to make a big cas- casino called the Koala. Oh. I didn't, I, we should talk I'm, about it. The white in me likes this new plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. like it's got more dollars. Hell yeah, about. girl, we're white people. Look, last week we, uh, we hurt a lot of people. We hurt a lot of we people. We hurt a lot of people. There were some people you who did. said, uh, uh, I, I only made it through half. I got too angry. <laughs> they just made it through the PG part. Oh, and the great thing was, uh, last week wasn't even the part that should make you angry. You keep saying this. <clears throat> 2005, year right. of our Lord Jesus Christ, or as the kids call him, J-Town. That's, that's got to stop. We gotta, we gotta get Jesus in with the kids. How are the kids gonna enjoy Jesus if you don't come up with cool nicknames? J-Town sounds like a play. It's just very strange. That's what he called himself. Sounds like Jerusalem. Is what it sounds like. That's what he called. He didn't call himself. Look. No, he he would let's say just, he just, he said J-Town's in Jerusalem. Let's get busy. I I did hear that when he came back after the three day nap that he came out from behind a rock and he went J-Town's back. <laughs> <laughs> so, PG&E is now exiting bankruptcy after its disastrous attempt to make money from deregulation. Right. PG&E's new CEO is Peter Darby. And just to be clear, this company should no longer exist. Should no longer exist. Right. It should be a public entity yes. at this point. Yes. They, they, we've now given them billions of dollars yes. because and they, they and, and then our energy costs have gone up. Go up. He vowed it, and they've killed a bunch of people. Oh yeah, that's they killed people uh, with cancer. Yeah, with uh, cancer water. That, that's a, that's a number. The people they killed at Hinkley through cancer, we're never going to know. That's just Which a number. Which again we're not is, what, know. I mean, I will. I'll let you get into your story, but that again is the real 
fucker with cancer and this stuff is because it's just like people get cancer right. for random reasons and we like yes yeah. and so this they're just like boy that sucks i mean reading about the people are like entire families tumors yeah. and like oh it's yeah like, yeah it's yeah. it's clearly yes. oh yeah yeah for sure so uh he so Darby comes in and he he vows he's going to turn PG&E into a modern utility. It's going to make real money, Gareth. But that's not what anyone's asking for. Gareth PG&E is going to make real money. But and that's not the to, promise you want. That's actually Gareth, the opposite of the promise you want to hear. Gareth, he's going to. You over- thought we were doing everything to make money before. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to overhaul the company. To compete for customers and market share. Let's go, utility! But don't they already have a lot of it? What? The market, like, where nobody's asking them to expand. We're just asking them to be better. I'm talking about making money. <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess that's kind of what my, I'm throwing the flag on that one. Uh, I should add here that private utilities are basically guaranteed profits because they're regulated monopolies. Right. So rates are set for them to make money. That's part of the whole jam. Right. They get to make money. Yes. Unless they fuck up. Then they they get to make more money. (laughs) But Darby wanted now to cut unnecessary costs and make profitable investment. Gareth, when you hear... Never a good... I know. I just don't... Utility, you think, let's make some cuts. No, no, no. No, you don't. No, no. (laughs) Congress uh, has... Thankfully, just repealed a Depression-era law. And we've said this a million times. Every time Congress gets rid of a Depression-era law, nothing but good. Nothing but good things happen. No, for sure. Well, that whole era was, I mean, when you think about it, all they were really doing in that era was fortifying against another Depression. Mm. So it's important to start to kind of pull those blocks away from the uh, wobbling Jenga blocks that is this uh, facade of a country. Okay, you're you're a bummer. It's early. so this this depression era law is gone, and now it allows utilities to merge, make acquisitions, and grow into huge investor-owned utility. Those as God wanted are not great things. PG&E started paying dividends again after coming out of bankruptcy Thank to God. investors after three years. So those poor investors didn't get any dividends. They for were three living years. off of those other ridiculous dividends from the three years before, prior to Maybe, those three years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, most execs at PG&E do not like Darby. Writer, writer Catherine Blunt, quote, he was, deeply unpopul- he was a deeply unpopular leader. Many found him bombastic, controlling, and quick to anger. Meetings with him could turn good days sour. But Okay, because in my head I was like, they don't like him because of some of the things he's saying. They probably like his policies, they just don't like... No, no they don't. No, these are these PG&E... Execs are sort of utility lifer guys. Like right. they're they they're even. I mean, you think of that as like the union guys okay. you know, working the polls, but even the executives here are like long term utility guys right. who know how it works. And, and now some like, guys coming in going, "Let's make some money." And they're like, "Let's and not reaction, do that." And he's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah, their reactions like yours. They're like, yeah. "Wait, what?" Well, yeah, yeah. So he also doesn't like. Them because they're lifers, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, they're not up to what he sees as this new competitive I feel like they're world. Not going to last too the new long. competitive world that we have. Sure. Uh, so he keeps replacing them, replacing, right. replacing, replacing. 
a lot of them, unfortunately, have years and years of knowledge of mm-hmm. how the utility works. Do you need that in a business? That might- we'll see. I'm okay. not sure. I'm not sure. We'll Cause, see. Because to me, my ears perk up when I hear we're removing the people with the experience. Yes. But- <laughs> Uh, so Darby also brings in a consulting firm, a business consulting Always firm. Always. How are you going to run you your business? You are just tossing all the magic terms my way <laughs> early. This one is called uh, Accenture or Accenture. Accenture. The worst. Right? They quickly found uh, there were no records on the conditions of power lines and pipelines. There were no records on and how how the conditions Nobody were. Nobody wrote it down? Well, they did write it down a little bit. Uh-huh. But Accenture said PG&E could save money by figuring out those conditions and then making maintenance cuts. So they get there, and they're like, so nobody has any records on any of your towers? No. And then they go, well, here's a good thing we can do. Figure out what's going on with those towers and then reel back the maintenance. I, not, that just, none of it makes Trust. sense. None of it makes sense. <laughs> Deep cuts to gas and electric transmission lines is what they're saying. Slash spending, outsourced jobs. They fired 8,000 workers. Jesus Christ. Obviously unions, well, that's what they said, fired 8,000 uh, Unions are not happy about that, obviously. Right. Now, the company liaison to unions, the exec that's the guy who talks to unions and deals with them, said union workers have tricks to make things work which is important when there's missing records and software. So he's kind of like, you need these people to kind of fill in these gaps of the problems yeah, f- that maybe you're not fully aware of. Frank knows right. that thing you have to twerk to the right. You mean tweak. You tweak. don't want to twerk it to the right. That thing Frank, you- no! Uh, 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 Frank's like, and then Frank tells his other, the, the other right. crew guys, right. and then they just know. So it's basically your employees are covering up the deficiencies. Correct. Right. Um, cutting workers meant needed workarounds would disappear. Sure. Darby realized embracing renewable energy would help PG&E's reputation in California. Interesting. So he really strongly pushes renewables. And by May 2007, he is featured in an article in Vanity Fair on climate activists. (laughs) It's so easy. (laughs) It's so easy. It's just so dumb. Everybody is so fucking dumb. Yeah, it's just... I mean, because when on. I think climate activists, I think the CEO of PG&E. Oh man, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's like the note was nobody do better. <laughs> uh, Vanity Fair said, unlike others who control utilities, he believed in global warming. Wow! Whoa, what a guy! All right. Yay! That'll do it. <laughs> Now, California has what is known as Santa Ana winds. Mm-hmm. Hot, dry air blowing out of the desert states across California out to sea in the winter and fall. Yes. In strong winds. Yes, very strong. In 2007, they're very strong, up to 80 miles an hour. So fires break out. Mm-hmm. Malibu, Santa Barbara, and the Witch Fire, which down in San Diego burned about 200,000 acres. 
But that was caused because we were just getting rid of a bunch of witches we found. That's correct. Well, we burned we, witches. At the stake. Yeah, of course we do. But that was our bad. Yeah. Well, I still stand by that We one. stopped burning witches in the fall and winter. We only do it in the spring. Now. Yeah, which results in infestation. But go ahead. Well, there's more witches in the winter. For sure. But we clear them out in the spring. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. It's what the indigenous people used to do. Thank you. So, huge fire, 200,000 acres, two dead, 1,000 homes gone. It was started by San Diego Gas and Electric, a tower from the wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and San Diego Gas and Electric had to pay $2.4 billion in damages. Okay. That year at a shareholder meeting... Five at a PG&E shareholder, mm-hmm. five union members stand up and say the gas division has serious problems that have been ignored by executives for years. Uh, do you guys just help yourself to some sandwiches? Let's just <laughs> come on. Do you guys help yourself to boys, some sandwiches? Boys, sit down. Come on. Hey, this is more of a hang party. We don't need to be downers. Hey, can someone put on uh, some music? Has everyone had a sandwich? Get those boys hats. Hey, get everybody, get as many little sandwiches as you want. Tiny sandwiches. There's Put party hats on them. There's pretzels. There's mustard. Go to the little fixin's bar. All right. Let's. Now Keep let's talk. Oh, yeah, now meeting. let's continue with yeah, the meeting. Now that those guys shut, All right. shut the fuck Eat up. Some sa- and, and, and from now on, anytime you feel like talking, have a sandwich. Have a, put a sandwich in it. Have what a we sandwich. Say. Get what a, we always say to And me. at the end of this, there's a bu- you can take a bunch of the party the sub stuff. Keep the sandwiches in your mouth from now until you leave. Which- How about this? There's a new rule. Everyone has to have a sandwich in their mouth, and anyone chewing gets killed. Fair. All right. Motion granted. All right. Boom. So they stand up, and they're like, there's real, real problems. Now, Accenture had assured PG&E it had fewer gas leaks than other utilities. <laughs> but, but this company's role is to essentially do this, right? They come in and tell you obvious bullshit right. based on nothing. So, right. So that sort of, and the role of that is to sort of just cover your ass when the shit hits the fan. Kind I believe of? so. Okay. Yeah. In reality, PG&E was giving bonuses to supervisors whose crews had the fewest leaks. Okay. So they just reported fewer leaks. <laughs> it's, we can't, we can't live in this version. <laughs> we can't. We can't. Everyone wants money. We can't do it. In reality, workers were actually seeing more and more leaks because if none of them are being reported, there's more and more and more. They just keep so the up. leaks that PG and E was really getting rid of were the ones from supervisors alerting them to the leaks. Correct. Kill. Execs didn't push on spending on maintenance because that hurts the earnings. Yeah. The, Darby wants to turn this into a yeah. business for shareholders. Yeah, for fun. Yep. But the five union guys it, speaking up at the meeting. Guys, front- sandwiches, boys. <laughs> How many times do we have to do this? In front of all the shareholders. That forces Darby to an order an investigation. Okay. Turns out the problems are fucking enormous. Darby told the board they needed to bring in independent investigators. Hired by them. On Christmas Eve 2008, a woman called PG&E from Rancho Cordova, which is near Sacramento. She smelled gas. PG&E rep came out, 
there's gas, there's a gas leak, there's a, a dead spot on a lawn from where the gas is coming up. Okay. A leak investigator's called. Now he hits traffic and then his brakes went out in his PG&E truck, so it takes him a couple hours to get there. <laughs> can't even keep the brakes going. He checks the records. PG&E has repaired pipes right at that spot under the grass okay. uh, two years before. Okay. But with plastic leak-prone pipes. Is he just going to see, like, chewed gum on it? <laughs> they, they, use, they use cheap plastic pipes. Okay. He measures the gas leak. It's very, very high. And then someone in the house lights a cigarette, and oh, the house yeah. explodes. How, what the fuck? Who? You, what? <laughs> Give a heads up. How do you not? Uh, yeah, that's what happened. Man, this whole thing's stressing me the F out. <laughs> <laughs> One man died. Three are hospitalized with wow. birds. So Darby's plan is not going. I can't believe a guy, a guy in the house. It was actually a, it was actually a, a young woman. Uh, yeah, the old guy, the old guy, the, her grandfather died. Okay, I don't. Yeah. Well, you're getting too specific for me to. Yeah, it's not as funny. Play around now. Yeah, I apologize for the specificities of de- of the, our dearly departed. Oh uh, yeah, but I'll... he's with J Town now. <clears throat> Darby's plan, uh, you know, for making money is not going as expected. Uh, earnings are not great. Workers are pissed. There were problems all over because of the transformation. Yeah. Accenture uh, had set up a centralized dispatch for all the trucks, sure. but didn't uh, give them the proper technology. And new software that they brought in doesn't work with PG&E system, and payroll is a total mess. Accenture is basically a massive failure. They had been paid $300 million dollars. PG&E ends the transformation into becoming a make-money company and gets $30 million back from Accenture. So Accenture made $270 million to make PG&E worse. Right. Great. Which is what all those Did business... Did Vanity Fair cover that? It's what those business consulting companies do. Right. In 2010, PG&E funded a ballot initiative. I don't like how close this is getting to us. Yeah. It's like the Jaws theme. They put $46 billion dollars. Behind this, to forty-six it, billion. That's got to be million. That has to be. Million. I had to have made a mistake. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be million. I have I have a billion there, but it has to be million. Yeah. Um, to make it harder for local governments to become utilities. So just so to after, crush competition, <clears throat> keep the monopoly train going. After the after the yeah. deregulation nightmare, yeah. there's a lot of. A People, lot of play, a lot of cities are like, why don't we have our own power? It, great question, cities. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Why don't we have our own power in a couple of ways? Uh, yeah. Uh, so people get pissed off when they find out PG&E is doing this. Yes. And voters reject it. Voters reject the... Uh, they reject it. They're, even though they spent 40... And there's really, oh, oh, the PG&E one. Yeah. Okay, got and it. The, and even though they spent $46 million, Yeah. But again, that's $46 million you're taking from people to then fuck them over. Yeah. So people are very aware of what you're doing. Right. Now, Darby at this point has been in charge... Uh, for four years. Okay. Worker morale is terrible. Sure. Executives are bummed. He's doing great. People are just getting angry and angry at PG&E. Right. And then PG&E starts using smart meters. And people's bills go up. Because a lot of the smart meters were incorrectly installed. Because, again, they're not using union guys. They're using private contractors hired to do this. Some houses get business meters, which are charged more. <laughs> 
Business meters. Businesses pay, pay more. They're, yeah. The, the yeah, meters right, checked right. every 15 minutes as opposed to you know right. a, a longer cycle. Others are put in and not correctly calibrated, so bills are doubling. Cool. So people are really pissed. Right. And then on September 9th, 2010, in San Bruno, a gas pipeline leaks for an hour and a half. Anyone want to smoke? <laughs> Crews come down to try to stop it. They can't figure it out, and then it explodes. There is a crater half as wide as a football field and a 40-foot-high giant flame shooting out of the ground. Oh, my God. 38 homes are destroyed. Oh, my God. 70 damage, 8 people dead, 60 injured, 4 in burn centers. This is just insane. Huh? I mean... Uh, come on. Why? Because <laughs> there's like like cause Satan's about to pop out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bad news, PGD opened up a, a hell mouth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like how long until he's just like, hello, <laughs> enough already. <laughs> you keep knocking. Of course, I'm going to come out. I'm- After consulting with PG, I'm actually going to join the team. I'm the new CEO. And we're going to make some money. (laughs) Help yourself to those sandwiches, boys. So obviously other people, other people in the area are now like, well, if that one blew up, can other ones blow up? Yeah. So PG&E sends an executive down to talk to residents. Sleeves rolled up. I'm going to eat the grass. (laughs) I'll show you guys this grass is still edible. And people are like, where are the other transmission pipelines? And she says she can't tell them because it's a security risk. In what way? Because if they know, they'll freak out <laughs> and they'll kill them? Well, that's a, that's a, this is after 9-11. So you can say, you can get away right. with just saying terrorism. Yeah, right. And you're like, yeah, but it, who should be more worried about? Terrorists that have never done this or you? Well, a lot of people think that Al-Qaeda are living in the ground like moles. <laughs> And uh, she's like, we don't know why it blew up, but pg e will take care of it. Oh and, God. quote, be responsible as we possibly can. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, eight people died from a fire hole. <laughs> and you're like, look, we are really, we're as pissed off as you are. We want to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, uh, and we can't tell you if you're in the danger lines. So I remember P- uh, Pablo Sandoval's mom, I think, was one of the homes that was burned. Uh, Crazy. Uh, PG&E now is in a very cozy relationship with the California Public Utility Commission, which is the government regulator regulator. that oversees PG&E. It just just is. CPUC rules state there can be no back-channel communications with utilities. (laughs) No texting, no phone calls, no emails. It all has to be on the record. Right. Three days after the... I'm just going to use... PG guy and CPU guy, because there's a bunch of different people. Oh, so we know. have... Three days after the explosion, a pg guy emailed a CPUC guy to say, let's set up a meeting with the CEO and president with the CPUC. Now that you can't do that. Right. It's very illegal, especially when there's an investigation yeah, on... when you just did that. Because the commissioners in an investigation... Sure. Act as judges. Yes. So they're literally like, hey, can we sit down and talk with the judge? Yeah. No. After, like, after one day of trial, you're like, let's go get some wings. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what are you thinking? After setting up the meeting, 
The emails then went on to discuss PG&E Guy's recent trip to Yellowstone. PG&E Guy said CPUC, CPUC Guy should go to Yellowstone. CPUC Guy, quote, things keep coming up at work. Yeah, it's been a real nightmare since you've been blowing bomb-sized holds into California. It's been really tough. <sighs> PG&E guy, quote, Ah, yes, you have a challenging job. Guess that's why they pay you the big bucks. They don't pay them the big bucks. Mostly CPUC guys end up leaving CPUC for to, go to, to join go work PG&E. for PG&E. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome, too. Because then you can help write the laws that you'll be bending when That's you work right. there. CPUC also started holding annual conferences where PG&E guys enjoyed a, quote, reception and strolling dinner at the Monterey Aquarium. Strolling dinner? Let's eat and walk, boys. <laughs> Sandwiches. Let's, come on, we're going to do a linguine skip. <laughs> come on, everyone. How are we doing? How's everyone liking their lasagna while we run? Are there bowls? Uh, no, no, use your hands, boys. Just grab some from this bucket. Here you go. What a beautiful night. My huh? hands are hot. Yeah, what a beautiful night. No, the, 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 the lasagna's very hot. The ground, and it cooled down here. Have a handful of clams. Oh. Look at that beautiful view. God, that is you weird. You can see the whole city from up here, huh? It's just slimy on top Have of some the... fried cheese. Oh, God, that's hot, too. There we go. That's hot, too. So Holy listen. shit. Here we are. What an amazing adventure. This we're is on. not nice. I'm bribing you. It's terrible. It's bribing. I want to kill you. Eat some lasagna from my hands. Oh, that's nice. There we go. <laughs> As don't ever make noises like that into a microphone again. Um, I, I guess it's like it, what's so insane, obviously, is just that it's so. I, I always think that it's so out in the open. Well, yeah, there there should like there should be this should be done through carrier pigeon, yeah. Like you know, you shouldn't be. It should just be like, you know, that should be the move, and that's the pigeon. I mean, and uh, and instead, it's like you're emailing, you're hanging out, you're going on pasta walks. You, the 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 emails which do, which they didn't know about until about three years later, right? The, after those came out, what they should have done was say, Freak from now out. on, yeah. you can never communicate with PG&E except hire a communications guy. Yeah. Everything has to go through him. He has yeah. to document everything. And then you, if you are caught talking to PG&E outside those channels, you go to fucking jail. Yeah. You go you, to jail. What we need and what we'll never have within all of this is a true outsider. Ever. You're right. So, and also, CPUC should never be having, it's, it's a regulatory commission. They should not be having a fucking event. Would it, do you th- what do you think would, uh, wouldn't it garner a bigger freak out if a soccer team had dinner with a ref the night before the game? 100%. Yeah, that 100%. Would, we would lose our mind over yeah, that. We'll this, we're like, hey, whatever. Hey. We got blowholes. That was a little lasagna. It was Relax. A we got fire holes. I ate, I ate meatballs. Off a halibut, a live halibut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mark Tony of the Consumer. Advo- I got two first names. What's that? Mark Tony. <laughs> Mark Tony. Yeah. Of the Consumer Advocacy Advocacy Organization. This is Paul John. The Utility Reform Network hates PG&E. Okay. A week after the explosion. The head of the CPUC wrote a happy birthday email no. to PG&E guy. What's going on? Like, get, you can't, like, this is, now it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, it's his birthday. <laughs> what do you expect me to do? 
want a guy's birthday. Are, is a fire hole about to open up in you? Oh my god! PG&E guy writes back, "Quote: I'd love a muzzle for Mark Tony." Oh wow! What do you want for your birthday? Happy birthday! What do you want? I want a muzzle. The for the one guy who's like consumer advocate guy. Yeah. Tony had just demanded that day PG&E put customer safety first. Six days after the explosion, PG&E guy emailed CPUC guy to say their CEO thought Tony's behavior, quote, bordered on the irresponsible. Unreal. 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 Hey, the guy I shot, I'm worried he has a gun. Go, you Dave. killed eight people, motherfucker! Yeah, Dave, go. Go, baby. Go, baby. I just... You fucking killed eight people. They, the bubble is so insane. It, it's, it's, the, it's the bot bubble. It's just like how... It, it is... To what you were saying last episode about they, they have... They are... They want pain. They want suffering. I, f- I still feel like... I don't think these guys want suffering. I think these are the guys... Who carry out the orders. It's just they're, everyone they're, has a price. Yeah, no, they're fine. They're fine with it. Like, look, yeah. they're, they, they're, yes. they're like... They, these guys have lost empathy. They're yes. like, well, that's a person right. doing business. Right. People die. Yes. I mean, I'm, yes. I that is exactly it. what I think. I think they, yeah. because there's enough of them and they sort of just talk to each other, they start, you normalize uh, no empathy. I think the guys who want to cause pain are guys like Schultz who yes. runs Starbucks. Right. I think he yes. enjoys yes. causing suffering. Yes. Yeah. Remember when he ran for president? Great. 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 Good stuff. So good. good. Uh, is, is the dude from before still in charge? Darby? Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. I think he's still in charge. Okay. Yeah, he's still in charge. Okay. Um, so. <sighs> Can we get Dave an IV, Aaron, whenever you get a second? The pg e guy now asked the CPUC if they could put out a statement shitting on the utility reform network. And CPUC guy responded by saying, quote, call me. Wow. So, yeah, that means let's do this off channel. But I can get that done for you. Also, just from pure strategy, that's so stupid. Mm-hmm. It's like you should just let, let ignore. Yeah. Which is what they do very well normally. But they're like, they're so like, man, we hate this guy. Let's put out a statement that he's evil. Meanwhile, we'll just blow bomb-sized holes in California. <laughs> a month later, the National Transportation Safety Board concluded the pipe was poorly welded when it was installed in 1956. <laughs> that meant a change in gas pressure caused the explosion. Now everyone's concerned about other pipelines, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously. PG&E does not have Don't records nope. of the pipe manufacturer or the pipe material. <laughs> I mean... Why would you have records of that? It's just like... Look, <laughs> your pipes were built when the honeymooners were on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's... Uh, come on, you have a lot of money. Let's fucking go. You could still make money hand over fist and do this. Yeah. The NTSB tells PG&E to go through all gas records to learn which pipes are the same and have problems. If you put one pipeline in the ground that's fucked, yeah. find Chances out which are. other ones yeah. were manufactured by the same company. Yeah. But... All records are on paper, and they're in file boxes in offices all over the state of California. Dude. They have never digitized. This is uh, truly 
I run my little business yeah. better. Oh, yeah. No, by how, the way. How, how you don't, like, th- this is also the thing. It's like there is no impulse because it's, it, that's just the way it's set up with greed to advance. Nothing isn't, you're just, it costs money to advance. And so they're just like, that's yeah, right. fuck it. Keep it all in, like, cabinets. That's right. It costs money. Yeah, I mean, it costs now that's money all, to That's do. the only way, because yeah. it's everything about having the records digitized is better for you yes. at the job. Yes. Everything. There's nothing Knowing about less it. gives you less complicity, less work you have to do, less maintenance. When I convenient. had, I had, I had, like, a thousand CDs or something. I had a crazy amount of CDs. I was Dave, a big music brag. guy. Going to digital music is worse sound wise yeah. than like than like a vinyl situation. But I went from vinyl to CD. But I eventually got rid of my CD collection yeah. because of convenience. Yes, yes. Because it's and you easier. went through a a painful growing pain sure. period in order to have a better product at the end of it. An easier, more yes. convenient product. Yes, and your CDs didn't kill many people. Well, oh. I don't really want to get into that. Oh, but there were lives lost. Oh. Oh, I miss you, Grandma. Oh my God, it didn't didn't take your dad out, did it? Because nobody will ever know it took your dad out. What? Is your dad died of natural causes? No, he did not. Let's go. Keep reading, little one. <sighs> Darby gets fired. Oh, what? On what grounds? <laughs> this guy's crushing it. Vanity Fair, baby. Uh, he gets a $34.8 million package. Hey, I'm going to go bar. <laughs> Man, if you hadn't have blown up that town, we would have given you 50 mil. <laughs> we are furious at you. Now, you take your $34.8 million and get out of here. <laughs> he fucked up the company royally. Yeah. He totally, he made all the workers mad, the executives Killed mad. people. He, he fucked up payroll. He fucked up. He fucked up everything. He fucked up everything. He, he believed it. in climate change. He did nothing change. about records. Yeah. Oh, he believed in climate. And then he got $34.8 million As a for being terrible As a at the fucking job. Terrible. I just, ah, man. Oh, man, I, I, Dave, it's good. Let me tell you this. Go ahead. I, I, I'm going to end in a headline, okay? Yeah. That's how I'm going out. Okay, You're going to be like, I grabbed Darby and we jumped off the cliff together. <laughs> I like bit Hank Paulson's throat out. It's like one of these things is going to be like my, you know what I mean? Like uh, that's how it's going to end for me. My obituary will be like, whoa. It won't be like co-host of the dollop. It'll be like man who ate George W. Bush <laughs> in a goulash. <laughs> His salary had been seven point three four million. So, so this he guy had already made, walked with like he made, he made twenty 70, million. He made twenty million. million for the four years already. Okay, so he walks away with like 50, 50, 60 million. I didn't look it up. I'm sure he got a signing bonus. They all do. Like of he course, made yeah, because yeah. he's like a wide receiver. Also, PG&E. Spent more money lobbying Congress than paying taxes from 2008 to 2010. Wow. 79 million for lobbying and a tax refund of one billion dollars. <laughs> oh my God! No! <laughs> what? How? <laughs> oh. Everything. Oh God! It's all. Everything's the worst. I. Paid way more money in taxes. Percentage-wise. Than PG&E. Yeah, same. Not even percentage-wise, just more. Wait, how much did they pay in taxes? 
They didn't pay anything. They oh, got I a $1 billion said, dollar tax refund. Oh, 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 yeah. Well, I thought, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. You got, yeah, the refund's pretty good. Yeah, they got money yeah. back. The new CEO was Anthony Early Jr., ex-Navy, ex-utility CEO, and he wanted to go back to basics. He wanted to spend $400 million over two years on repairs, maintenance. Profits are going to be lower. Who he is said, this guy? And how did said, we kill him? He said PG&E Who hurt him? needed to be humble. Where, where, what happened to him? They drowned him? What happened was he brought in risk management consultant Lloyd's Register. Lloyd's Register is a name or a company? That's the name of the consulting okay. company. Lloyd said PG&E was way behind other utilities in modernizing. Okay. One example is uh, other companies have these things called smart pigs. Already, I'm very excited. They go into gas pipelines. Are we talking actual pigs? No, but they should Damn be. It. They should Damn, be. Damn, I was so... What if, what if, they, what if the best thing would be like, if they were like, hey, all these other companies have smart pigs, and then PG&E's like, we them. got a smart pig! Yeah. And there's just a pig over it's in the, the corner. It's the CEO. <laughs> yeah. Well, these pigs, they, they find the leaks. That's what they do. You put them down that hole, they'll go around there, they'll sniff around, they'll find your leak for you. All right, let's get a bunch of, let's order like 500 smart pigs. Yeah, get your pig down there, they'll go down there, sniff around, they'll figure it out. They're like, uh, they're like, uh, the gas for them's like a truffle. Oh. So. So. You send in these little smart pigs into gas pipelines, and they basically go through, and they, it's a little fucking electronic device, sure. and it, it finds problems in the pipeline. Sure, great. And then the, the workers are nearby in a truck, and great. they have a screen. Great. It shows them what's going on. Fantastic. It's like Twister. So upgrades on the networks begin. And Shocking. I can't wait to see how this all falls they apart. They make a ton of advances what's with the on? gas network. And pretty soon they get high marks from Lloyd's Register. Wow! So totally Something's like this wrong. guy came in. And, oh yeah, um, they're completely ignoring the electrical system. Hmm. Everything is focused on gas. Remember because when, of the explosion. Remember when there was a, a CEO who was all about making money and was focused on renewables and yeah. letting everything else be ignored. Yeah, yeah the well, man now they're all focused guy. on gas and ignoring yeah. everything else. Right. All right. Cool. A drop begins in California in 2007. 2008 is the driest year on historical record. Fires start breaking out, dead trees from, and thunderstorms in June. And in July, there's 1,700 fires. The National Guard has to be called out to help fight them. Prison labor. Prison labor, slaves. Our slaves come out to fight them. Yeah, we go, yep. And then the rains come back in 2008. The CPUC now tells utilities it's... Prepare for wildfires to be a regular thing from now on. Nice. Fires happen in Australia. They're horrifying fires. Mm -hmm. Horrifiers. Horrifiers. And the CPUC staff are worried. The staff, not the commissioners. Sure. The staff is worried. Sure. The five commissioners are not because the governor has told them to get renewable energy up to 20%. So So that's that's what they're focused on. That's the mandate. Who's our governor then? Schwarzenegger, <laughs> the great. Yeah, we're looking to get more fires. <laughs> I'll ride motorcycles through them. Don't worry. So that becomes the commissioner's focus. And then a new drought comes, and it comes insanely fast. It's shocking scientists how fast the drought comes. Have you ever heard of a flash drought? 
No, but it's great to hear it's it. It's the same thing as a flash flood, but it's the opposite. Wow. It's an extraordinarily drying process. Sure. Um, so we're getting more flash drought. So sure. I, I don't think this was a flash drought, but pretty close to it. Right. Fast drought. Millions of trees die. Now, San Diego Gas and Electricity, who had the witch fire, are on top of it. After the witch fire, they began removing trees. They started tracking wind speed. And power line safety was improved. Like, they have little devices. Logical things, right? They have little devices in their power lines that, like, like individually set up so they can turn off, like, power lines when they need to at certain moments and turn them back on. Like, it's a highly technologically advanced. Right. They got smart pigs. And PG&E is like, do you like dirt and yeah. towers? Yeah. Southern California Edison did the same. CPUC does not require that from PG&E because hmm. PG&E is in the north, which is not fire prone. Okay. Smart. Quote, to our knowledge, there has never been an instance in Northern California where strong winds have caused power lines to ignite large-scale wire fires. Yes. So let's roll the dice. CPUC told PG&E figure out... If serious fire events were a, a possibility, and if so, then come up with a plan. And PG&E, being the good guys we've talked about the whole time, did the honest thing. Well, they took a year to study it. Sure. And, and, and guess what? In that year, nothing changed. Well, Gareth, uh, their study concluded uh, no big deal. Well, that's wind, good. Wind gusts are too low to really be a problem. Well, that's good. That's great. Yeah. Even though Northern California had uh, what is known as the Diablo winds, which are like the Santa Ana winds, but just in the north. I'm trying to remember the definition of Diablo. What <laughs> <laughs> is it? I'm trying to remember. It's me. I'm in San Bruno. <laughs> oh, no. Him again. <laughs> the study did not look at branches possibly flying into power lines. Mm-hmm. Sure, why would they? So tons of dead trees, so they just, you do a study. It, I, I can't believe they still are like, we don't really understand how trees work. Or wind. Like the whole time we've been doing this story, they're like, trees? Is that a problem? What's a tree? You're worried about what with the tree now? My Christmas tree is made of uh, plastic and These metal. These trees are there. So that feels like it's okay. Yeah, they're growing over here and that's where they are. This is fine. Trees stay still forever. It only stuttered, it only stuttered, it only studied power lines, and it studied them so as it, if it, they were well-maintained. Which they probably weren't. So they, they basically don't, they don't play any war game version of it. They're just like, let's just, in a vacuum, study one thing. Well, it's like they said, what's the perfect case scenario? It's like being, like, estimating how drunk someone's going to get from a bottle of whiskey without thinking about how much they've eaten. Yes, that's right. Yeah. The CPUC did report that PG&E was not spending enough on maintenance. Okay. It's crazy that I'm like impressed with them, the CPUC. But the CPUC safety staff, the division, is mm-hmm. completely understaffed. They only have 30 employees. Wow. They, because of that, they never go out in the field. They can't. Right. So they have to trust... What PG&E tells them. I'm finding the leak. <laughs> I'm finding a hole right there. Do you, there. A, do you think there's a, a problem? Right do you there. see a problem? I see I see PUC a problem. It's almost as if you, when you starve government, 
it can create safety issues. Yes, yes, it's interesting. It's either your options are either to starve government or corrupt government, and there's not a third. PG&E actually had no idea how old 30% of their towers were. It's just, it's like some guy just left them it in a will. <laughs> like how are you, like it's your company. That 30% were built between 1900 and 1920. Oh my God. Is that old? Oh my God, David's so old. <laughs> Talking in a movie? How? Like that era. That old. That old. Before there was talking yeah, in movies. Yeah, before movies had yeah. talking. Before cars. Yes, yes, yes. Like Chaplin would see it and be like, pretty good. <laughs> 60% of the towers were built between the 20s and 50s. Still horrendous. PG&E determined crews should climb and inspect a sample of towers every three to five years. <laughs> So climb like maybe one of five or one of ten towers every three to five years. (laughs) They did not do that. They didn't even do that. They didn't do their own recommendation. Which is not not enough. A former head of strategic. This guy's great. Quote, we felt we were doing enough. Yeah, there we go. Boom. Nothing. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, yep. (laughs) We felt nothing was good. We thought nothing went above and beyond. I drove by it and honked my horn. It didn't fall down. I threw my hair in the air, and it didn't go too far. (laughs) There's no rule for state or feds to oversee maintenance. So what, again, one more time. What is the point of a government? State regulations for maintenance of power lines are three sentences. Oh, my God. Wall Street Journal, quote, they simply say that... Uh, This is, this is, uh, oh, they simply say that each utility must come up with its own procedures and follow them. That's the state regulation for maintenance. And they're probably like, that's a little much. Yeah. On a super dangerous thing. What do you think you should do? (laughs) Huh? It's literally, it's literally like having a five-year-old and being like, I don't know, man, it's up to you, buddy. Yeah, it's, I mean, it essentially is like, well, what should your punishment be? Yeah. Did you, I remember like getting that once as a kid. Like, what should your part? And I'd be like, I should probably just let me go think about it. I think ice cream. Yeah, I think I should probably just probably get a cigarette. I don't know. I should probably go think about it for a while. I was able to give myself a grade once in college in this class. This oh my god! T- yeah, this teacher was like, I, I I don't know how I ended up in his class, but let me tell you, I've never gone to a class more stoned. And he was just like, "Yes, I'm the guy who lets you give your own grade," and I did whatever very little and uh and then i gave myself an a plus and then at the end he was like a plus huh and i was like yeah <laughs> was like, you really think yeah. think it's an a plus i do and i was like yeah yeah and he's like maybe a b plus or i was like no a plus sounds good and he was like okay i was like all right man see like like yeah, yeah human well, nature shit, is to be like yeah i'll take the shit plan on your idea <laughs> uh, a shit shit plan yeah terrible um Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help. 
with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it. But either way, fun. Half Hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th, Adelaide, November 16th, Canberra, November 17th, Brisbane, November 18th, and then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. So maintenance keeps being pushed. Sure. Great. Because there's no one telling him to do it. Yeah, it's not a problem. And it costs money. Sure. Wall Street Journal quote, the part of PG&E's grid that includes the caribou Palermo line is so old that segments were considered candidates for the National Register Historic Places Stop. at one point by federal agencies. Stop it. Hey, the Smithsonian wants to take some of your uh, pieces. Is that is that a red flag for you? So that means that federal agencies were like looking at things that We are can't take important. it down. It's a historical no, landmark. They wouldn't take it down. They would just label it. They put like a fucking plaque up and go this is a historic place. Like they do with a fucking building. Like they do yeah, with a building. Like a like oh here's here's the oldest adobe. That's where John F Kennedy was raised. Like that's what they're talking about. They're going to put plaques up and go this place is uh, look look at this We quite can't a make any changes. It's a landmark. <sighs> oh my god. PG&E told the federal forest manager it needed to replace 49 towers on that line in 2013, quote, due to age and integrity. Sure. Matt, uh, uh, work was delayed. Smart. And then delayed again. Great. And delayed again. Okay. In 2014, PG&E blew up a house in Carmel with a gas leak. PG&E paid the city of Carmel $1.6 million, and the CPUC fined them $37.5 million. P- I mean, at this point, they're just like a mob boss who just, like, once someone's killed, gives the widow, like, a handful of bucks for the funeral. I mean, they, they're, they're guaranteed money, right? They're, they're guaranteed fucking money. The, 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 again, when you live in a society that only values money, they're going to go the route where what, I mean, you run the, you run the, the, the war game and you go, it is cheaper to have these explosions and pay them off after the fact than to make these changes. Right. You, you don't, you don't want to no do. There's no cost of human life factored in or anything like you that. You don't want to do maintenance yeah. because that will hurt your quarterly things because you're not looking down the line. And down the line is, oh, my God, we just had to pay $37 million yes. because we didn't can't, do the maintenance. Ne- they never go that far. They and, can't think that and far. And also, yet. they're paying a guy who left the company $34 million instead of using he, that for he maintenance. He did a great job, though. Okay, that's that fair. That guy did a great that's job. That's fair. <laughs> Forest officials created a task force to deal with all the dead trees in California. But CPUC kept debating the fire risk in Northern California. 
They did tell PG&E to report every fire that was being started by their equipment. <laughs> what a low bar. Now you guys got to tell us every time you start a fire. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, I told you we were going to be a tough agency. Come on now. We want to know. Ah, we're cracking down. Dad. In 2014, that number was 254. Oh, my gosh. Mostly small fires. Still. That's a lot of fires. When you're talking about a Tinder state. Oh, and in July of that year, California became the first state to have a maximum containment level for chromium-6 in drinking water. Ten parts per billion. Okay, so so first state. So, but yeah, but okay, a we're lot. the first state. Hey, buddy, you're gonna be negative. I'm happy to hear it. Okay, finally. So we are now going. You can just have a little bit of chromium. But that means there are 49 other states without rules, and the reason why is because PG&E went and fucking changed that report. Okay, all right. Look, can we just be happy? Can we just be happy that one state has finally recognized? <laughs> you need to stop with this. Take the small wins. A state has finally said you can't over-chromium the water, okay? This is whiskey. It's a good thing. I'm drinking whiskey. I'm having chromium. Pure. Chromium 6 has been... By the way, we're brought to you by Chromium Coffee. Chromium Coffee is the only coffee that will give you uh, pockets of uh, boil in your body. Go ahead. Snapple, now with chromium. Yeah. Six. Chromium. Chromium-6 has been found in higher than recommended levels in two-thirds of the water Americans drink. I just, what are we going to do? It's okay. It just causes What are cancer. we going to do? What? The San Bruno. I'm, we're going to be drinking our own piss. I hope so. Go ahead. Well, you went into my wheelhouse. <laughs> the San Bruno trial began. The company pleaded not guilty to lying to NTSB investigators and 27 counts of violating pipeline laws. The max fine, if they were found guilty of those, would be $13.5 million. <laughs> it's just... Did, ah. <laughs> Why can't we just do it right? You just threaten death. You know, China kills uh, CEOs, but... <laughs> It's still, if they do something like China will execute them. Yeah. But it still doesn't stop it. Right. But I bet bet it lessens it. At least I would be like, that's good. Yeah. Again, these people are just evil. Yes. But prosecutors are like, 13.5 million isn't enough. And they're like, we want 1.13 billion for extraordinary circumstances. Right. During the trial, a tree in Butte County hit a power line. It was 107 degrees, 71,000 acres burned, two dead, 365 homes. That year, PG&E equipment started over 400 fires. Oh, my God. CPUC is still debating if there is a fire risk (laughs) for the third year in a row. Oh, my God. In 2014, the San Bruno lawsuit reveals the 65,000 emails between PG&E and 65,000, and you're not allowed to communicate. So those are the ones that I read before, yeah. some of those. Yeah, yeah. So this Happy is birthday. Yeah. Hey, how crazy are these fires? They're not that bad. Four months before the explosion, 
a CPUC guy invited a PG&A guy to his house. Quote, no matter the menu, we have some great bottles of Pinot to drink. Here's the other thing. <laughs> if it's PG&E people inviting CPUC people, okay, I expect that you, uh, that, okay. The fact that the CPUC people are like, get out of here, let's get, like, they, there's no line in between the two. They are. Appointed yes. by the governor. Yes. So they are, ergo, completely corrupt to begin with. Yes. I mean, that's it. Yes. Even if they're voted like, in, they're going to be corrupt. It's beyond the point now of like, hey, don't worry, I'm going to grease his palms. He's like, they're like, come over, grease my palms. Yeah. We got to drink some Pinot. A keyword search for the words Pinot and Cabernet found 16 different exchanges between PG&E and CPUC. <laughs> There had been a gas explosion that took out a Cupertino condo. After, PG&E guy and CPUC guy exchanged emails about how it was due to a plastic pipe failure. Again, plastic pipes. CPUC guy, quote, Do you like screw tops or the old corks better? After they talk about that, See you for dinner Sunday night? Where and when? Are you bringing Charlie's Angels too? PG&E guy, quote, 7.30 at Marinus in the Bernardus Lodge in Carmel Valley. Some angels may attend. Nobody knows what the angels were. I know what the angels are. It's prostitutes, right? Well, it's it's either like, it's something. Some sex workers. Some version. It's got to be. Sure. Or it's three women on a mission. It was, yeah. Box on a desk. It was revealed PG&E and the CPUC were judge shopping to find a bankruptcy judge that would favor PG&E. So through those emails, so they're trying to, yeah. they learned that when they were on, right, when they were going through bankruptcy, that they had been shopping for a judge that would help them out the mm-hmm. most. CPUC. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Like PG&E is like, relax, relax. relax. <laughs> come on. Settle, settle down. We got to like, come on. Jesus Christ. I don't know who's PG&E and who isn't. Come on. Man. They got to score a goal every now and then. You know what I mean? Relax. Jesus. C-P-U-P-G-E-C. The leaked emails led to the firings of three PG&E vice presidents. The CPUC president stepped down. The CPUC executive director said he was not leaving. not good enough. To study music, and another commissioner left for health problems. Why you're would right. you say you're going to go study music? Like <laughs> you are leaving in pure shame and disgrace. I just always wanted to learn how to play the ukulele. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm actually going to do a lot of stuff on GarageBand. Me. I've always seen myself as a kind of governmental beck. You were doing illegal things. I know, and I'm going to write songs about it in the style of sort of, I don't know, merengue-ish. You know who I love is that Louis Prima. No, no, no. I want to do sort of like, first of all. You committed a crime. And I understand. Can I finish what I'm saying? My album is going to be called Crime Rhymes. And don't try to let your head drop. Listen to me. It's. Horrifying. You know that right now, if you have enough instruments, you on a simple program on your computer can now seem like you're your own band. That's pretty cool. And my plan is to put together some really great, some some great songs. I just want to do what I want to do are concept albums. I'm I'm envisioning uh-huh. your neck being cut to the bone and falling backwards. I was like that Van Halen. <laughs> they had a good sound, didn't they? You know what I mean? 
<laughs> now you guys get the fuck out of here. I'm going to do music. The jury found PG&E guilty of obstruction and five pipeline safety violations, and PG&E was put on probation. So they have to commit to massive oversight and other stuff, which, which is should the, have already which, been happening because they're a public utility. That's not a punishment. Not a public utility, a private utility. That's not a punishment. It's not a punishment. It's not absolutely not a punishment. So now we want people to watch your back. It's like, yeah, that's what they're, you what? Ready? You ready? No. Executives had to do community service. Oh. Bam! <laughs> I can only imagine how they got out of that. Right? No, yeah. they just give speeches and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And the company had to air TV spots explaining their crimes and what they were going to do to fix it. So we're going to run one-hour commercials. Uh, (laughs) This is a little complicated. (laughs) The CEO steps down. So early is out. Not good enough. The new CEO was the executive who had gone to meet with San Bruno residents and told them she couldn't say where pipelines were because it was a security risk. Well, of course they advance her. She's great. Geisha Williams. First woman CEO of PG&E. And a Cuban. Isn't that unbelievable? And a Cuban-American. Oh, come on, everybody. It's not just a white guy right now. Isn't that unbelievable? (laughs) How can we be evil now? It's totally what they're doing. We're done being evil now. Look, a Cuban woman? What? Okay, we're done. Huh? You know we you know why we know this is what they're doing? It's because they've always gone out of the company to find a new CEO. Right. And now all of a sudden they're promoting from within. Right. So they're thinking this will help them. It's like when the CIA puts a woman in charge. It yeah, doesn't fucking matter. It's still I, evil. It also is like I forget what it was. I can't remember what it was, but it's like uh, criticism of Biden and then um, whatever her name is, uh, Jean-Pierre, the press mm-hmm. secretary, is just like, this is the most diverse. Mm-hmm. Cap-. It's like, I mean, and I understand, like, you, I don't want to be a fucking white dude being like, that doesn't matter. Like, they're definitely, you don't want to see things wrong, but it's just this, I money makes people evil. It's just the money, the system, you're not going to get into the system unless you're willing to play the game. Yeah. So now there are 100 million dead trees in California. PG&E hires contractors to clear fire hazards, but there aren't enough workers for the contractors. So PG&E lets its biggest contractor lower hiring requirements. Oh, God. Now, for some reason, the contractor has performance issues. Really? I wonder what that was about. Yeah, I'm uh, ready to get the tree. (laughs) Which one's a tree? Yeah. No, oh. Jimmy, that's a power. That's a, that's a telephone pole. We got it down. <laughs> Tinder. So for years, they're missing trees. They're behind schedule. I, I, I'm surprised that they weren't like, well, we were. Uh, we imagined the trees would police themselves. Yeah, the trees should come down. We, Stay uh, up on their own? Yeah. Well, and if they're part of the brush, they should just get themselves out of there. Thank you. This is, uh, you shouldn't be angry at us. We need to fight a war on trees, which is why here at PG&E, we're rooting for more fires. Fires. They get rid of trees. Our enemy. Uh, take. We're gonna take take two. Okay. We're gonna start and PG and E. We want the fires. We're gonna start them because the trees we're against. Okay. Um, we're gonna no. Right. Um, cut What's on that. What's the note? Uh, just nothing about. We're, uh, yeah. we're against fires. We're PG and E. Well, but the only the way we can get rid of the trees is to have fires. Well, we're gonna need to cut them down before okay. they don't burn. Okay. At PG&E, we're sick and tired of all these fires just like you. However, it's the only way to eliminate our complete enemy, the tree. The tree is behind all of this. Trees started this, and trees better finish this. Hey, trees, we're sick of your bullshit. Get out of here. We're PG&E, 
And we're fighting a war on trees. Let's go, fires! I've got a boat that flies. All right. Whew, I'm we're exhausted. Gonna, we're gonna, we're this gonna. is the hardest I've worked in four years, and I'm the president. That is not surprising. <laughs> Can I have sex with your wife and anyone that you value? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah, all right. Great. In October 2017, winds gusted to 90 miles an hour and fires began. One in Sonoma County on the 8th. Our moved, wine! Our wine! Oh, no! Moved 80 miles per hour. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's... Come on. A football field a second. Fire tornadoes flipped cars, tore Just off roofs, and ripped up term. trees. The term fire tornado. We have a family friend who... Uh, lived outside of Santa Rosa and was warned to get out of her house at 3.28 a.m. Six minutes later, the house was gone. Oh, my God. Tens of thousands of acres were burned across the state that year. 44 people died. Oh, my God. Days later, the CEO had a quarterly earnings call. No. Quote, How could you even get on that call? This is like nothing I've ever seen. She said PG&E was on the hook for damages. Let, comma? It's about money. Soon after, the CPUC ruled San Diego Gas and Electric could not raise rates to recoup the $379 million that they lost to lawsuits for the witch fire. Good. The Constitution of California says if a fire is because of something a utility did, they have to pay for the property. Is their plan just to let the fires burn that constitution eventually? <laughs> <laughs> Two months later, CEO gave a keynote at the United Nations Investor Summit on Climate Risk, and she said fire liabilities could hinder progress meaning companies wouldn't spend on renewables if they were paying for the damages you their shit been. maintenance costs. You haven't, you, but you, don't, you won't ever, and you never did, and you won't, and you just keep saying there's other reasons, and it's all lies, and you want us to die. <laughs> P was, PG&E was responsible for 16 of the 2017 fires and was looking at $2.5 billion in payouts. It just would make so much more sense to just fix it. Yeah. Just do it. Mm-hmm. Just be a real place. Yeah. Just actually do the stuff. But that means they couldn't give dividend checks to shareholders. That means their stock price would go down. Yeah. Right. People are now talking bankruptcy for PG&E. <laughs> what? So what? That doesn't matter. They're zombies. PG&E. They're bankruptcy zombies. PG&E had paid between 2013 and 2017... Four point four billion in dividends. Oh my god! Again, I cannot say this enough. Since it is not a public utility, that money is not going into maintenance, upkeep. It doesn't go back into the company. It is essentially taking money and throwing it into the ether. It is. Exactly the opposite of how something like this should be run. It's even worse than throwing it into the ether. It's rewarding the behavior. Yes, you're right. PG&E now goes tree trimming crazy in 2018 because they're like, oh, our bottom line can be Right, yeah. 129 million trees are now dead in the state. That fall, it's hot, 
it's windy, and it's very dry. One thing about climate change is it's been getting drier than it's ever been before. Yeah, like right. the humidity is so low, it's unbelievable. Right. More fires break out. One was 450,000 acres around Mendocino. So PG&E, with the wind, starts cutting off power to tens of thousands during wind events. Yeah. They're like, let's just shut down the power so there can't be fires. This brings me to Tower 27 slash 222. Oh, boy. Almost 100 feet tall in the Sierra Nevada foothills, part of the old Caribou, Caribou Palermo line. It had existed through 18 presidents. Built in 1921, PG&E said it planned to do work on the line in 2013 and finish in February 2016 because the lines are too close to the ground and trees. And then the work was pushed and pushed and pushed. Oh, did I mention, I'm just talking about the line there. Uh, Tower 27 slash 222 was actually never ready for maintenance. It was not due for maintenance. It was not on the maintenance schedule. It's just a power line, uh, sorry, a power tower that's been sitting there since 1921 in which nobody is going to do any work on. (sighs) Over the decades, as people moving into the area, nothing changed with this line. So more power is running through the old lines in 2010, a grid operator said the line would face, quote, thermal overload. Which Some- we're excited about. <laughs> Which here at pg and we're very excited about. Some work is done, but it's very sporadic. In 2012, wind blew down five towers. They were replaced with temporary wood towers. <laughs> it just doesn't seem smart. What do you mean? It just seems... Why would you say that? just seems very flammable. If there's something that you built in uh, the early 1900s uh, to be super sturdy and you were like, this should be made of metal in the 1900, early 1900s, you think that, why would it be a problem replacing it with wood now? Just because of the hazard. What? Uh, I don't on account follow of the, on account your of, thinking. On account of the hazard. Do you not like wood? Uh, I find it to be a, a very flammable. So, uh, when we cut down the dead trees, we should what? Throw them on the ground, uh, or no, should we reuse should, it? You should provide. Well, honestly, neither. I would say remove it. So you you want us to just waste dead trees? Look, I um, I don't want to talk to you any longer about this, but I think that's uh, fair. Cause I think you're wrong. I think the move would be, and that just when we put them in, we're going to cover them in lighter fluid, just because <laughs> give them that nice smell. By 2017, one-fourth of the wires on the line were too close to vegetation. (laughs) Jesus Christ. In 2017, a nearby resident said she saw a crew mark the same tree three times for clearing, but it was never cleared. (sighs) Quote, it seemed like they did a lot of preparation, but not a lot of follow-through. All foreplay, no fuck. A consultant recommended PG&E climb and inspect towers. That was not done. (laughs) Yeah. They were just doing visual. <laughs> I mean, you can see. I mean, well, eyeball it. You, you need a subscription to Wall Street Journal, although there's extensions. But they, if you just type it in, like, there's drone footage of these. They're fucking rusted to shit. Right. The drones just flew over them and looked at them, and they're, they're like brown. Yeah, and then some of the drones have microphones, and you could hear the the things <laughs> say, "Dead gold up in that mountain." <laughs> Did gold. 
Federal and state regulators. If they were humans, they'd all be dead. Yeah, they'd be dead. <laughs> they'd be dead if they were humans. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> or they'd be on the Today Show. Yeah. Federal and state regulators were leaving it all up to the company, even though it was so old that segments are considered for the National Registry. Here's purpose. what you can no longer do. It's just so obvious in every way, but here just no more lifeguarding yourself. Yeah. You just can't. I know. Work is being done by PG&E. Remember, I said they're, they're spending money. Remember sure, the $40 yeah, yeah, million? Dollars? Right, yeah. But it's close to high population areas where right. towers are not nearly as old. Which doesn't matter with fire. 16 of the 20 worst lines are in high-risk fire areas. Right. That's, that's gonna, that'll, come find these high, that'll come find the highly populated areas. A tower's mean life expectancy is 65 years. Okay. So, so that's not the shit they're working on. Right. Also worth noting, PG&E at this point has not paid federal taxes since 2008. Over the decade, PG&E made $14.5 billion and got a tax refund of $1.7 billion. Oh, my God. They're a really good business. Early on, early on the day, on November 8, 2018, wins picked up. Now, PG&E is, has got a lot of criticism from the previous power shutdowns they did during a wind thing. Sure. So they say the wind isn't bad enough to shut off electricity. <laughs> soon after, like very soon after they said, like an hour or so, a hook holding an insulator string on tower 27 slash 222 broke in half. So it's like this, it's like a triangle, Dangling. it's like a triangle thing. Uh-huh. Part of it snaps, it's holding the wire. The wire falls, it's now sparking and hanging. It's good. It would later be estimated the wear on the hook that broke had been visible, visible by the naked eye for 50 years. Oh, my God. <sighs> At 6.33 a.m., a PG&E worker saw a fire under the tower. Soon after, 10 acres were burning in 11 minutes. People in the town of Paradise start calling 911, but they're told the fire is it's no danger. It's pretty far away. But the tire, the fire, tell me if you've heard this before. It's moving a football field a second. Have you heard that before? Yeah, you said that earlier. It covered 10 miles and hit paradise at around 8 a.m. Uh, Andrew Donner had one leg. When the fire was a mile away, he called his girlfriend and said, quote, today might be a good day to die. His body was found where his front porch had been with his service dog. Most of the people who died were older and had mobility issues. 87-year-old Julian Binstock died in his bathtub in his retirement home. So they're trying to live, getting in a bathtub, filling it up with water, but the fire's too hot. That's so dark. It's all old people. It's all people people fleeing in their cars also. A lot of people in their 80s, 85 died. (sighs) 85 people, 95% of the town of Paradise and the town of Konkow are gone. Megalia lost uh, about 50% of its town, $16.5 billion in damage. Two days later, Donald Trump said California was doing forest management, was not doing forest management well. Quote, you got to take care of the floors, you know, the floors of the forest. Yeah, the earth floors. Schools had to close across the San Francisco Bay Area and Central Valley due to smoke. 1,000 people were now homeless. The homeless people went to the nearby city of Chico. Chico. That's where Aaron Rodgers is from. So these are climate refugees. Yeah. 
in the next elections, because there's so many homeless people, the city of Chico swung to the right because people just want the homeless gone. PG&E is looking... This encapsulation is so dark. Yeah. This this is something people don't realize. The more refugees are, the more everything swings right. It all... And and nature... Well, businesses are the match. Nature is the tinder. Yeah. And the outcome is hatred for your fellow... The right wing creating their own perpetual cycle of hate and... and that's, that's, That's what this is. We're living in a right-wing world of profits make money at all costs, causing destruction, causing people... And where all parties practice... Causing people, mostly, mostly, not necessarily here, but mostly poor people, and then those people are the most suffering, and And then then, the right get mad. And on top of that, you're you're talking about, like, people who just straight-up die, old people. Like, the the fact, like, I can't believe, like, we... Like, I always used to find it kind of nice... In the sense that you would just be like, there was a time when you'd just be like, look, you're no longer healthy. We Viking funeral you or some version of that. This is that on a non-calculated mass level. Where yeah. You're just like, hey, guess what? Sorry, you're just in the wrong place. Wrong place. So, yeah, so the, the right wing takes over, its business interests take over the, the city council in, uh, in Chico. Um, and, and uh, you know, I, I like to donate up there. Um, that's where I, I try to take care of homeless peeps. Uh, anywho, uh, so PG&E is now looking at liabilities of $30 billion. That's how much they think they're going to It's still lose. amazing that the, the idea is like they're... <laughs> They're like, how does it affect the bottom line? Well, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's all they care about. The CPUC head says the agency is going to create new laws allowing utilities to pass fire costs on to customers. What? That? What? What's the problem? Oh, my God. In December, the CPUC... We've taken a strong look at the problem, and we've decided you guys don't have to pay for that anymore. This is a customer issue. <laughs> <laughs> In December, the CPUC announced it was looking into splitting PG&E into a gas company and an electric company, which is to simply shield it from liabilities. Right. So the, the one that's making all the profit now won't pay for the one... That doesn't. So the, elect, uh, the electric company yeah. will just be screwed. Yeah. It's out of the will. <clears throat> in, in early January, Moody's downgraded PG&E credit uh, rating four notches. On January 14th, PG&E fired CEO Geisha Williams... And began filing for bankruptcy. I mean, how how many times can this company be like, well, we're bankrupt? <laughs> All right, well, look, you don't get to be a company anymore. Whoops. If only there was some money that you had sent out to people that you could have around as like a stash for situations like this. Ah. Mm. Before the 2017 fires, PG&E stock was $70. It was now $6.36. Bankruptcy meant wildfire victims making claims would become unsecured creditors and not be paid in full. Man, it is so fucked up. The judge overseeing PG&E's probation said it had clearly been violated. When they came in, he asked if he should turn a blind eye and let them, quote, keep killing people. Uh, yes, Your Honor. That would be. Is that a genuine, <laughs> That's actually. Is that something is that a, we can do? Is that a genuine question? Can we do that? That would be unbelievable, Your Honor. We are all smiling over here, Your Honor. We are. Uh, sh- 
We are shocked at the offer, Your Honor, and uh, we are very excited to say absolutely, Your Honor. We, we would like uh, to keep killing people, Your we Honor. We would love to be able to still... To be honest, we thought we were going to have to lie a bunch yeah. more to kind of get through this, but um, that would be totally awesome. Can we use it as a slogan? Oh, yeah. That's... I mean, we don't want to push it, but can we actually... Yeah, let, what do we it. lean in? Yeah, let's lean into yeah, it, Your Honor. be great. Thank you. We would like to keep killing. PG&E, pushing general extinction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the judge ordered PG&E to trim all trees near power lines and give monthly updates to him. And PG&E said, quote, given the dynamic conditions of vegetation, it is impossible for utility to achieve perfect compliance. No, it's impossible to achieve perfect compliance because you haven't been fucking doing it. Yeah, yeah. So now it's no, a now disaster. They're, yeah, they're like, well, it's, uh, you can't expect us to do a book report in one night. Your honor, trees grow. We also feel a little misled by your earlier question. Of it, uh, which, your honor, you've been all over the map. Your honor, mixed signals. Your honor, we're, uh, objection. <laughs> what, are there two of you? Are you a set of twins who keep swapping out? Your honor's like Sybil. There's a bunch of personalities in there. Your Honor, uh, please. Uh. The judge said there was no evidence that that was true, and it had taken years for these trees to become hazards. So, and also, it's like, look, then you don't get to do it. You're not like this is. You're not. You're not. You can't do the job. Yeah. He also said its safety laws uh, were too strict. If, if safety laws were too strict, pg e should try using its well-oiled lobby efforts, not his courtroom. So he's like, we know what you're doing, because they're fucking that's, lobbying like crazy. Now, that's the judge we, we're looking forward to hearing from again. <laughs> we will do that, Your Honor. Thank you. pg e spends, like, it's like one of the top lobbying, lobbying yeah. companies. In Lob- the I mean, again, another term that's just like, what a sweet little term for what it actually again, is. You, Public bribery. Yeah, and you're spending $74 million on lobbying instead yeah. of on the fucking yes, maintenance. yes. The judge, and, but and that's the better business decision. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he orders the uh, he orders PG&E shut down during windstorms to save lives. Which is also, I mean, it's the better decision, but it's also just like this is what it's come to, right? Uh, yeah. Good news comes through. The state rules PG&E had not caused the tub fire, uh, which killed twenty two people, and the stock jumped seventy percent to fourteen dollars. Who cares? Come on, buddy. We're making money. Making money. For some reason, PG&E is having a hard time finding a CEO. (laughs) Three months later, they land on Bill Johnson, head of the Tennessee Valley Authority. He gets a $3 million signing bonus. The signing bonus? Just what? We're so comfortable with this concept of like... Hey, this guy, you know, I know we owe a lot of people a lot of money, but we just hired a guy. We're going to give him $3 million. <laughs> what? Yeah. Pretty cool, huh? Also, people act like what CEOs do is amazing. It's. I'm sorry. I don't think it's that fucking hard. Well, I, yeah. don't. I, I don't. Also, if you're, a uti- you're the head of a utility. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be like. And you're not, none of them do good jobs. At all. Uh, now, of course, because the stock tanked, hedge funds came in and bought tons of stock when it crashed. Right. People are demanding a new board. They want the whole board wiped out. And they got one. But the hedge funds made sure half were Wall Street guys. Great. That's just enough. 
The head of the CPUC stepped down. He said he'd only had a worse job once in his life when he picked up dead cows working at a meatpacking plant. This guy's a problem. <laughs> this guy's just overall. <laughs> now, this guy's also a, a shill, right? Yeah, they're, yeah, they're right. put in there by the governor. Yeah, so he's just like, man, this was really stressful. People get really pissed when you burn their stuff. <laughs> Only worst job I had was when I had to pick up dead cows. Hey, can we actually get the mic out of his face for a little while? That'd be great. Can we just remove that mic for a little while? You know, the cows poop when they die. Okay, hey. And then when you try to pick them up, a little more poop comes out of them. Danny, we're good with the quotes. One time on a dare, I still sucked milk out of a dead cow. Oh, God, Danny, come on. If you think about it, udders are just like jerking off a bunch of little dicks. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Udders are just cow udders. No, not at all. Yeah, it's like six little dicks you can whack off. How are you in charge of the regulatory commission? This I'm in sh- now. I'm talking about my first job. I had a paper route, and then for $30 once on the floor, I don't. sucked a bunch of dead cow don't. dicks. And then the milk, milk came. And one of them I shot on my nips. And I said, I got, what? I like a cum shot. What? Why is everyone? Come on, guys. Let's all, I'm saying, I got to go is what I'm saying. I'm done. Is ba- I'm retiring. Why is everyone looking at me crazy? I shot some of the milk into the poo. I called it chocolate milk. I'm out. <laughs> By the way, Bill Johnson did not actually get any money when he when. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so 163 million trees are now dead. That summer, PG&E only removed half of those with potential to fall, fall on wires. Okay. In August 2019, PG&E said it had a way to ensure leadership stability. <laughs> they told the judge they wanted to give $16 million in bonuses to 12 executives for 2019. <laughs> I mean, and imagine, the judge used his gavel like Thor's hammer and bashed their heads in? Imagine the fucking balls. It's nuts. To say, the judge rejected, of course, but yeah, imagine like, they're like, we're so important. And it, in actuality, you could take any of the fucking union guys yeah. who've been working for pg e for years and throw them up there. It also shows the bubble because yeah. they all turned their keys on pitching that. Yeah. So they were just like, probably sounds pretty good. Pay us more, we'll do better. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? <laughs> also, like, we can retain these people. We, we don't need you. We don't want you. We don't need you. Your Honor, look, I know we're the worst uh, as far as this uh, utility goes, but I think if we have more money, that you can keep us. <laughs> what? Sorry. In October, the winds begin again. Power shut off to 2 million people for three days. And you got to also keep in mind that these, I mean, these are like hot, hot days, right? Like hot when, days. when the, like in order to cause these disasters. Yeah. I, so, so you're basically that you're also the collateral damage of people who are just dying from heat right, in their old homes. People. Yeah. yeah you're, old yeah, people. Yeah. You're talking about old yeah. people. Businesses shut down, schools shut down, long lines of gas stations. Billions are lost. Billions. Uh, three days later, uh, they turn it. They turn it back on, and then a few days later, the winds come back again. This time, PG&E does not shut off the power in time because they're getting so much shit. And the Kincaid fire began oh, from man. a company tower, seventy-eight thousand acres. Now, PG&E has 
from the the campfire, which is the paradise one. Uh huh. You know they're looking at thirty billion dollars, so now they're negotiating. Negotiating down that fee. Oh, of course. Right. Because of the bankruptcy. Yeah. They offer thirteen point five billion dollars to fire victims. Newsom rejects it. They wanted a Newsom. <laughs> there's a discussion of taking PG&E public. So he's committees and all that sure, shit. Sure, right. I love the idea that like, we, we've got to look into it. Newsom wants to set up a fund for future fire victims, paid for by customers well, and stop utilities. Stop it. Stop so it. So utilities put in money, and then customers, customers pay like two point, two point whatever, a couple bucks a month or something. Okay. And it all goes into this fire sure. fund. Sure. PG&E wants this, and they get it. Consumer watchdog groups say this bill that did, does this moved way too fast through the legislature. Quote, Which is always a red flag. Always a red Anything flag. Anything that get pa- gets passed quick, it's like, that is <laughs> not good. There's something in there. Quote, the problem is the legislature is weakening the standard by which rate players can hold utilities accountable for not being prudent managers and starting fires. Right. So rate payers will pay in more instances than the past. Right. So it's a Which terrible- is what they wanted. Right. Which is what, how our government works. So Newsom comes out and says, we're looking into public. City of San Francisco, we're looking into taking it public. But in actuality, behind the scenes, they're doing a thing to help the business. That's, that's kind of become the trend of I don't even know how long. But it's, it's more recent than not, where it's now it is the, the like bold proclamation. I guess it's not that new, but it's just really picked up steam. The bold proclamation gets yeah. everyone excited. And then behind closed doors, you pass the bullshit one. But people are like, we were so close. Yeah, it, I, think, I think that's new in, in how common it's become. Yeah. Um, the law firm Newsom picked to write the law had been representing PG&E for decades, and it stopped in 2017. It's just... Legal people said that was fine. Of course. People who had their houses burned said it was not fine. Well, how about, like, a... Like, we have an ethicist. (laughs) Is that, like, at all possible? Like, it's just... It just doesn't matter. There's one color, one party, green. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's it. And that's all that matters. And all of them, it just doesn't matter. It was it's announced. insane. It was announced there were 1,000 line problems and 10,000 needed to be fixed immediately. We're going to send up citizens on the lines <laughs> to go have a look for themselves in a new program we've come up with. PG&E, at the very first time they did inspections of all the towers, it was after the, the, fi- the campfire, yeah, right. and then they just did it with drones. Right. Still, they still weren't setting up guys. Right. They had actually sent out a warning to workers who did climb towers to be careful because they were so brittle. <laughs> Company memo... Watch out on those towers. Some of them are breaking. Oh, my God. Uh, so negotiations are going on with fire victims. The man who was brought in to represent 16,000 victims. I'm nervous. 
is randomly offered a $100 million line of credit by a hedge fund. Remember, the hedge funds came mm-hmm, in and bought mm-hmm. the debt. The hedge, uh, this, this hedge fund had bought his debt and then given him a line of credit. The negotiator... Everyone just gets bought. <laughs> Everyone just always gets bought. There's nobody who's like, nah. The negotiator told people this, but he said he wouldn't do business with the company who first contacted him because that, the founder of that company, he called it a, quote, destroyer. But he was still keeping but I'm the line. Interested. Of, he was keeping the but line. But I of love credit. the premise. <laughs> I like the. I mean, look, I'm not going to do it with them because you guys will get furious. But I like the idea a lot of having all that money. Okay. Three of the eleven member fire victim committee. Three. There's eleven fire mm-hmm. victims on this committee. Mm-hmm. Three of them now leave as the settlement gets close. Quote: PG&E's plan is deeply defective. The plan has victims taking substantial risk. Now, other law firms say they can't support it and mm-hmm. start backing out. This negotiator, however, goes hard at every one of the 16,000 victims, holding online meetings, holding you know in-person meetings. He says... The line of credit, the $100 million, this is, is for him not personally. a, yes. This is a hundred, he's offered a $100 million line of credit, and he's like, let me tell you why it's okay. He's saying it's not a conflict of interest. How? It's very, <laughs> it's very random, isn't it, sir? It's really come out of nowhere. He tells the $16,000 fire victims that- 16,000 people who are the fire victims. Yeah, yes. right. That- they got to take this deal. They're, they're, they've settled. The deal for whatever where they're paying. With PG&E. Yeah, they right. got to take the deal yeah. because there is no plan B. And plus, I'm going to get a Learjet, <laughs> which is awesome. No one. Do you know that I get a pet dolphin? <laughs> Do you understand what we're talking about? These just, guys are going to send me a birthday cake every day. Do you understand? For, think about this. Yeah. Yes, you are sacrificing a lot. You have been through a lot. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But they're going to give me one of those suits that lets me shoot over water like I'm the Rocketeer. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, but hold on. Let me finish. Plus, they're going to give me a motorcycle that shoots flames out of the back. Can I ask you a question? I get a woman. When you came in here, yeah. you were wearing a gold cloak, and then you handed it to a boy who hung it up. Yeah, yeah. Lad, yeah. He's a lad, not a boy. I believe me. I, I, you can't wear a gold coat <laughs> to a boy. A lad must take it. It just feels like you don't represent like us, common people. What? What? But none of us have lads. Uh, someone, uh, lad, come wipe the exasperation off my mouth. <laughs> this is absurd. What are you talking about? I'm just like you. You're not. Every day I wake up and make a bowel movement in a golden toilet that a snake eats. I don't have a house. Well, would you come live on a shed in my property, you pauper? Beat this man. No, we all don't have houses. Well, I can't afford to do that. I only have $100 million. What am I going to do? Get rid of my jacuzzi plane? (laughs) You people sound insane. So he tells them there's no plan B. 
no one is going to get paid. This negotiator is good. Against it. He's good. Hey, we don't have a backup bangle. 85% vote for the 13.5 billion. Because they are because told they, they have go, no... Yes. The guy on their side is saying, don't yes. do it, and he has a fucking gold cloak. What's his name? Uh, Watts, I think. Um, Watts' is problem. Some victims are very angry because half of the settlement would be in pg e stock. Oh, my God! What? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? The company that fucks you, that bankrupts itself all the time, half of your payout is in their fun bucks? Yeah. This is a... This is a bad deal. (laughs) And this guy gets $100 million, basically. And remember, the the actual amount of money they should be paying is... Is yes, thirty billion. Two, yeah. So everyone's getting half of Three what they should get, or less than yeah. half of what they right. should get. Yeah, and now they're, already, they're getting. They're now they're getting a quarter. Now they're getting half. Yeah, right. They're getting half a quarter half. of the money, and then the rest in stock. Yeah. It's stock. You can't PG&E rebuild. PG&E stock. And then all. And I wouldn't even go into the insurance yet, but all these people can't rebuild anyway. It's like a fucking shit show. Like giving it's a, you stock of the company that fucks you. On June seventeenth, two thousand twenty. The, the position that puts you in when you have to now be rooting for PG and E. Yeah. As That's someone right. who's like, you've taken my everything. That's right. You've screwed me over. Yeah. You compromised the negotiator. And now, because you've screwed me so hard, you're forcing me to market watch this stock that I loathe. Yeah. Yeah. USA. <laughs> uh, on June 17th, 2020, CEO Bill Johnson pleaded guilty to 84 counts of involuntary manslaughter from the campfire. Now, so this is a Butte County prosecution. Right. PG&E was convicted of the deadliest corporate crime in American history. The fires of 2017 and 2018 killed 107 people. Those poor investors lost $20 billion. Two weeks after pleading guilty, Bill Johnson By the way, left. PG&E... Pleading guilty is a pretty good start. Uh, Bill Johnson left PG&E. Amazingly, he gets no severance package. Crazy. On July 13th, 2021, a tree fell on a wire. The fire that broke out would be called the Dixie Fire. Oh it would burn. What I, what I hate is all these. I'm going, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're just, they're, you're, you know them, but we have just turned the page repeatedly. Mm-hmm. It burned for three months. It burned a million acres. Oh, my God. Several small towns were burned. PG&E paid $55 million in civil penalties. Million? To, it was just to avoid criminal prosecution in Dixie and, and Kincaid for those fires. So, so they're basically paying it's to a, not... It's a payoff to the towns. Right. Um, and then... But $55 million to destroying towns. Well, then the five counties got $24 million on top of that. Still... Towns. The, the Dixie Fire, well, there is, there is a tragedy. The Dixie Fire caused PG&E's stock to drop. Which, which, is, which is great, but then you think about what just happened where those people were just granted stock beca- as part of their negotiated deal, and now they're like, great, okay, awesome. Thank you, PG&E, for doing what you keep doing. They lost $3.5 billion of their settlement. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> One of the prosecutors who got the manslaughter conviction 
against PG&E said, quote, we made history, but we didn't change a fucking thing. For some reason, PG&E is having a hard time finding a new CEO. (laughs) Yes, I'm interested. They finally pick Patty Pop or Pope Pop, I assume, who is a career utility executive. Her salary would be $1.35 million. Oh. Bonus. And the bonus of $6.6 million with $3 million restricted stock, bringing the total to $51.2 million to sign with PG&E. She, in 2021, is the highest paid utility CEO in the United States of America. Why are you giving these fucking people signing bonuses why are you treating it like you are signing running backs these are just oh my god it's not hard i've studied pg now for a couple of weeks i've read tons of articles i've read a book about pg i can tell you what pg needs to fucking do you don't need a ceo you yeah. just yeah. don't need a fucking idiot yes or a corrupted human Yes, public utilities are the only way to do this. Yeah. The only way to get through this is to bury every single power line. Yeah. Bury yeah, it right. in the fucking... Yes. Go- there is no other way to do this. Oh, my God. And just do it. It'll save you fucking money. <laughs> and the, you're going to spend a shitload yes, of money now. no matter what you now. do. Yes, the, now. Now. When you focus on renewables and not on maintenance, what happens is you end up creating fires that put more carbon dioxide into the atmosphere than was ever going to fuck. It's like the amount of carbon dioxide that goes into the atmosphere is extraordinary from these fires. Then you're heating. So, yeah. so you're not actually making any progress. You're making negative progress. For your business, still. That, like, for, for, everything. Every, for everything. But when you have to get into the mind of these people, these psychopaths, it's for, you could, you can, it's what I can never understand. You can pitch to them if you just go, look, you're going to lose money it both wants a line, the wants of people who don't want their houses burned and the wants of companies who want to make profit. You are going to make more profit if you make these bold moves in the long term. They just like, again, like crackheads. They can't think about next week's crack. They just think about the next hit. It, it can't, they can't be private because they're not responsible. Yeah. You know, we have this whole... And that's a idea governmental a, failure. A, we have this whole idea in America that private businesses are better than government. Yeah. And there's, there's just the number of cases. Do we want to talk about Ohio? Uh, Ohio? Yeah. Ohio is going to go through this exact same yeah. thing. All the people are going to get fucked. Other cities, too. Yeah, yeah. They are right now having the train company fucking clean it. It's yeah. the same goddamn yeah. thing. And it's the same. And, it, and it's, <clears throat> I mean, it's, again, it's why, like, Flint was, like, you've yes. got, like, and Flint wasn't even a natural disaster. That Flint was, was, that just was the like government. A, Flint was just, like, an out-in-the-open government move. Yeah. And, and the model is never going to change. And unless there's punishment, it's coming to a city near you or your city. It's going to affect someone you love. It's going to 
affect all of us. It's going to, it's like you cannot continue to just turn this country well, into a toilet for drugs. Well, also, like, you know, the, the, the way PG&E isn't, wasn't maintaining their lines and, and, you know, I don't know where they're, I don't even know where they're at. I couldn't figure it out. But the way they're, you know, not maintaining their lines, that's the same thing that America is everything. doing. It's everything. Bridges are yeah. unfucking believable. Yeah. Dams. Oh, Holy God. shit. Dams are so well, fucked. Well, our plan is to not need those anymore, so that's the good news. <laughs> like, it's everything. But yeah, yeah, it is. It's everything. The model, again, and the model is to, like, the quarter profit is the model. Right, because the rich people have all the money. Yeah. They're taking all of the money. You hear libertarians say, like, tax is theft. No, the rich people taking all our money is the only theft. Go back to the time when there was more equality in this country and look at the tax rate. 90%. The, 90%. 90%. 90%. And if you say that to people, they're like, whoa, 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 what? It's like, yeah, no, that's what it is. You still get to be insanely rich. Yeah. You just don't get to have like this crazy castle money. Well, it's like when we were in, in Sweden and we were talking to our tour production guy and he was talking about the scandinavian countries and he's like i mean you can make money but you're never filthy rich here but everybody has a good life yes and you want to have that you as i I don't know when it's going to happen but at some point you're gonna not want to be a ceo of a company you're not going to want at some point it has to well also like your these people these pg&e people these the newsoms everybody You're ending capitalism. Oh yeah, you yeah you yes, which is basically what FDR was preserving. Yeah, FDR, FDR tried was to like hey, FDR was like I'm going to save it, and right. the only way to save it is to get the masses to chill the fuck out. Now you see what happens when you don't do FDR. And then since then, we've just been pulling every thread from the FDR era, just going yeah. like, hey, we don't need this. Hey, glass yeah. steel, everything. You just are slowly pulling away everything, and this is what you're seeing. You're see you're but now it's like. 1929 on fucking coke it's just it is out of control yeah and it just is it's we're all going to die or be poisoned wow you're a bummer i can't help it i'm and instead and you just i'm thinking about putting and also how about this how about this how about you just are a human with empathy and you no longer look at the way things are run or ruined or categorized by who the politician is who's doing it. No longer look at Gavin Newsom as your friend or Donald Trump as your buddy or Pete Buttigieg as the future. Just go, are these disasters and are they doing the right thing to help the people? Because if we don't at some point change the story on how disasters are dealt with and cleaned up, it is over for everybody. We're already like the water, we're running out of water and the water we have, we're just like dumping chemicals into. You can't, you can't, you can't, it just can't sustain. You can't keep just treating everything like, like it's like a a football rival you can't keep doing that it'll never fucking end you can't keep going you can't keep going the news network i watch is good the news network you watch is bad you can't keep looking at it like that all these fucks are laughing all the way to the bank you don't get to be president unless you kiss the fucking ring i really think i'm gonna put in a pool (sighs) i'm gonna go drown myself in it oh i gotta do sources Oh, my God. Um, so, uh, Catherine Blunt, California Burning is the book. And then, you know, it's, it's you know, 
SF Gate, New York Times, um, Utility Dive, SPG Global. It's it's uh, I'll I'll put up the list, but it's it's just uh, the Wall Street Journal did some really, which is amazing. The Wall Street Journal did great. Work. I know that's what Wall I was Street thinking Journal when you were like amazing, amazing work on this. Um, so yeah, one of the one of the attorneys who won that lawsuit. Uh, just has on his wall now uh, PG&E pray to God and evacuate Mm. that's the plan oh my god noodle strudel we're all foodle what's going on with that That, you've said a lot of crazy stuff this episode that was the worst the new outro we agreed on it at the meeting god damn it god damn it god damn it (laughs) 